How long gone? Chris Black, Jason Stewart, coming to you live from the Hyatt Place Penis Station Denver Airport Hotel, room 431. Um, we are here in beautiful, I'm just kidding, disgusting Denver. For, uh, you said penis station? Is that what Pina, you said? P-E-N-A. Pina station? I don't know, dude. I just read the business card. I think uh, the the view from my hotel room seems to be a bit of a, a Greyhound kind of bus drop-off depot. <laughs> you don't really want the views. <laughs> um, we're in Denver. Mm-hmm. We have podcast movement tonight at the Gaylord Hotel, which we're hearing is a crime-ridden cesspool <laughs> of violence and robbery. Um, yeah, and, you can't put a water park on a bullet hole, Gaylords. And we, we're so we're you know we're in we're we're by also the, to all the people who replied to my story saying Gaylord Hotel really. <laughs> okay, uh, we're we're not in charge of where the podcast conference no. chooses to have no. their conference. Is it is it a funny name? The word Gaylord, of course it is to all, and it always will be. It always will be. I mean, there's a famous apartment building in L.A. called the Gaylord. It's a it's a known. Yeah, there's one in every major city. Mm-hmm. But we're here to do the show tonight um with with our friends from club road associates our friend sam set it up and um it's gonna be the lobby of this cursed place and apparently we're doing a corporate we're doing a corporate we've made it to corporate and we're going to walk the floor of Mm -hmm. this mouth breather fest and i'm already (laughs) getting reports that it's it's gonna set us the reports are coming in the reports are coming in it's 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 not scooter brawn level but it's the reports are coming in (laughs) Yeah, Ariana has dropped. Patreon has dropped. Scooter, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Patreon. Um, <laughs> when's the last time you walked the floors of a convention? Probably, probably like the Project Trade Show in 2014. That long ago, really? Probably, yeah. When's the last time you've been to a fucking conference of any sort? Well, I mean, there's been many. One of them, my favorite of all time, and I always say that we have to go every year and we never go, is the health and fitness con. Uh, convention downtown LA, the greatest gathering of humans that sounds in the world up my street, and you have mentioned that before. I feel like, but I've been to I've been to a handful of cannabis conventions. That got to be worse than this. That can't be the only thing worse than a podcasting convention. Cannabis conventions are, I mean, any it, it it has the same energy as Denver, but you get zooted for free. You get zooted for free. I mean, it's it's literally just like. A, a shitty convention and every yeah. booth is like oh there's the rose gummies booth and there's the yeah, cool the thing, booth you know the thing about conventions is they have to take place there's in a samples. city you don't live in to count in my opinion yeah and the fact that this happened in las vegas last year a place that i i also i don't like to come to but i f- have a affection for a little bit mm. versus denver a place i don't like to come to and i don't have an affection for um is preferred does it do you, is it like a bidding thing where cities will will try to attract the attention I don't, I don't think it's bringing in that much tourism money but i think it's more of I like a, enough yeah but it's probably more of just like a we got we want to keep it moving because people it's like fun for people to go to different places it's a tech hub you know but we're 30 minutes from the city we're going to try to scoot in for dinner and scoot back we'll see if we can make it mm-hmm. well, these uber drivers here are fucked up too <laughs> last time we had the two legendary uber drivers the guy with the yeah. shrooms in the console yeah and the guy the cowboy the cowboy yeah. who did coke with jack nicholson on this on the, the on ski a ski lift, slope which i believe fully and then today Very we had better. a guy with like half-shaved dreads listening to God. gorillas god who listens to gorillas that's the biggest red flag of ever denver seen. folks F-O-L-X. like no i know gorillas is like the biggest band in the world there's been all this debate about them recently they sell out huge shows uh-huh. they are it's it's like a it's like a pitchfork version of elevator music or something 
It's so yeah, strange. It's such that's, a strange that's pretty genre. Pretty well put. It, it, to me, it just reminds you when you see like a Disney on ice. It kind of feels like if they did a band on ice at at a at a Pitchfork Fest or something like that. The music is is really I don't know. We've it, we've 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 sh- we've we've ranted on the grills like a lot. It's, it's not even like it's so awful. It's just like mm-hmm. what it what is it. You know what I mean? Like what? What? Why? It's it's like a it's a blur and Delta homo. Yeah, it's very homo sapiens. But it's like it's. I mean, it's the it's a diffusion line of their of their cutting and sharp music. Genius, two genius musicians. But I think it's I put them together. Horseshit. I think it geniusly brought in genius amounts of money. The anime, like the the cartoon crowd. <laughs> because they didn't have a voice. Cartoon crowd. Cartoon crowd didn't have an anthem. They didn't have a band to rally behind. And now they no, do. No, they didn't. That's now a good point. Do. The bronies are fucking with them. One hundred percent. Bronies got to sell five thousand tickets at MSG minimum. Damn, that's like the ending of Tar. Yeah. Think about that for a Think minute. Think about Hot that. Shot. Open your third eye. Um, but yeah, the the biggest news that's going on right now is this Scooter Braun stuff, Jason, and and it's um. You think he's a Virgo too? Got to be a Virgo, but Scooter mm-hmm. Scooter Braun, the famous and powerful uh, music manager who uh, legally and smartly bought Taylor Swift's catalog and was then villainized for no reason by stands. Um, no reason is debatable. I mean, business is business, baby. I, I just I can't. But the point you is, you would be a Scooter Braun sympathizer. I'm not a Scooter Braun sympathizer, but he has lost all of his clients in a week. <laughs> And I'm and I, obviously he doesn't need to work or need any money, mm-hmm. but I, I I I think that the world is wondering when is a shoe going to drop, what kind of financial crimes has he committed, how many young pop stars has he had murdered, where what mm-hmm. is what has happened that all these people you know the dominoes fell at one time. Some something so juicy has to have happened. It, it simply cannot be. We decided to go a different way. I'm, we, we yeah. I still love Justin and blah blah blah, but we're just. They're saying I'm on a new chapter in my life. The rumors are Pop Crave. There's our, many rumors. Source, the Pop Crave is saying Bieber's still there. Ariana, Demi, Adrena Menzel from who is that? She's a very famous like Broadway. She was in um, Broadway. What's the fucking Frozen? She's Frozen. She's got. Big paper. For our listeners at home, Chris was rubbing his fingers together as to show me a lot of buku bucks. A lot of buku bucks. Okay. So he's lost all his clients. Bieber may still be there. Obviously, I think that has something to do with with you know religion. But I, I don't know. And Bieber switched up his team. Bieber fired everybody except him, apparently. But I what I'm I Hopefully guess what I'm most interested in is it being real crime. Like I want a murder. I don't mm-hmm. want financial. I don't want Cayman's bank accounts. That's cool. I don't. I don't want skimmed 1.7 percent uh, yeah, embezzlement care. off the top yeah, end of, of fourth quarter sales <laughs> exactly exactly yeah i want like this i had an up-and-coming pop star flown in from albania yeah we met up with dr luke things went a little yeah, south exactly, with doctor exactly. i shouldn't have, shouldn't have done doctor exactly. i had to call my team in. we had to clean up the malibu guest house if you know what i'm saying does he still manage little dicky uh i mean i haven't seen that dicky has left so Dicky could be Rich, of, Richard. Your silence is definitely Richard. Richard could be standing with <laughs> with Scooter Scooter, uh, but I, I'm I'm waiting to see because <laughs> it's going to happen soon. But I, also the other line of thinking is that it's just like can't be a dick anymore after COVID. And I'm like, yes, you can. That that cannot. What be do you the mean reason. you can't be a dick anymore after COVID? I, I mean that like I think that the like the the mean boss thing. 
is basically oh, like oh, the oh, mean oh, boss oh. thing. And it's like, well, can you be a mean boss of Justin Bieber? Isn't Justin Bieber the boss actually? Yeah. In every that's, situation? That's a, that's a good point. Except his marriage because Haley obviously is in charge. I bet you if, if you are one of Scooter Braun's clients, he is probably very nice to you. That's what I mean. It's probably it, a really fun, good vibe. That's, I mean, being a manager is a job. What he does behind closed doors with Dr. Luke is anyone's, anyone's being tale. A manager is I a heard Epstein was a nice guy too. It's a terrible job and everyone knows that. But when you're making that much money. It's only built for Cuban links. You don't mind. You know what I mean? Like I, I imagine. Well, everyone has their breaking point. I don't think it's a breaking point. I think he's being asked to leave. I don't think he's doing the leaving. Damn. I'm thinking about succession finales right now. Don't do that. Power Anything struggles. but that, please. Anything but that. Mm. My God. Uh, for some reason, I've always hated Scooter Braun. Just based on the name alone. You don't like success, and that's something I despise in you, but I'm able to look past. I like success when it's when it's a respectable person I with think a respectable he, I name. Think, I think that... Because of the way Taylor Swift is poisoned the well. Yeah, he's a fucking billionaire music man. They're all slippery. You don't think Irving Azoff's a little slippery? I don't like Irving too much either, <laughs> if I could be frank There's with nowhere you. else to go. I just think that Scooter Braun is legitimately a guy who is a party promoter who figured it out, and I have to respect that. Yeah, I, I do I respect, respect I respect the hustle, but... You love promoters. You love your people. I know, but the the, the thing is with like with promoter crimes, it's always just a little. It's always gray area. Totally, it, it's always like a little. Hum, hum, hum. But that's but, that's. But I think that in order for Scooter to climb to where he's climbed, nefarious things have happened in a way that is is inexcusable. Definitely not. Definitely not. I th I wonder. I feel like he's not dumb enough. I feel like he's dumb enough to like cross the line financially. Like, I mean, look, like, look at Andrew Tate, one of the dumbest guys of all time, a uh, uh, human trafficking mastermind. I don't think Scooter. I Bronze, wouldn't put. It, I don't think Scooter. Bronze Scooter's would. scooting some bodies across the borders. <laughs> no, no. I think he. I think he might have had someone killed, but did a good enough job where it could never get traced back to him. That's that's the level I think you just like to. Kendall Roy, huh? Which I would have no. I but have that's no, what I call blackmail. The I, powers that be hold that over his head. I have no problem with. Suddenly, that. you know what, Ariana? Ariana walks tomorrow, or else. I, I don't. Or else what? You don't want to know, Scooter. <laughs> it doesn't bother me. I think business is 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 warfare in itself, and I think that like sometimes mm -hmm. you got to do things you don't want to do to get ahead, and I I don't fault him for that. Okay, what do you think is gonna happen? I, I want the Chris Black prediction. Maybe um what what you want to happen and what you realistically think will what happen. What I want to happen: him being connected to the twenty four year old that died in Miami. Mm -hmm. What will happen? Scooter is mean and used his influence to get people to sign deals. Okay. And maybe he has some tax evasion or what, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe he skimmed. All that stuff doesn't, that's not interesting. That's boring. That's the cost of doing business. I feel like, but it is, and it is such a gray area of on the skimming because I don't want a manager that's not skimming a little bit, <laughs> but it has to be a, because it's, it's like, if it's you like, don't try to kill me, I don't respect you. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. That no, that's, a, that's a cool, that's a cool way to look at it. Yeah. So maybe you are, you seem more like Scooter than I thought, Jason. You're the skimmer. <laughs> You're the skimmer. I'm letting you skim. Okay. But I'm keeping an eye on it. If this, if the skim if percentage. Too, yeah. Okay, if it so if, if I get greedy, then yes. we're, we then I get a slap on the hand. You're allowed to skim a respectable okay. amount of skimmable money, <laughs> non-skimmable tokens. Non-skimmable tokens. If you cross the line, you get a little greedy. Yeah, th then someone gets a bop on the nose, or somebody ends up 
You know, do you know how many sheets you have to tie together at, at San Quentin no, to I, get a good noose going? I don't. I don't know, but I bet. I it's know. About, I bet. I know exactly I bet how it's many. About the Chris. Same amount as the Hyatt here in Denver. Mm-hmm. Where I'm on the fourth floor, it wouldn't take that many sheets. Um. Oh baby, yeah. I'll put some it, green on your head, Chris. Um, we we are going to New York at six a.m. So Denver's just a short stop. Luckily, it's a Delta Hub layover. Thank God. Um, but uh. We're gonna hit some tennis balls with the pros tomorrow, and I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, I'm I would be more excited about it if I had played tennis any time in the last. Yeah, it's been a while, but months. I feel like I feel like I'm cold. But it'll be it'll I, be a photo shoot. I feel like Ben Shelton thing. will take it easy on me. He had better, you know. And well, if I mean, not, he doesn't want to, you know, tweak that shoulder or something yeah. out with the U.S. Open right around the corner. You got to be careful. Exactly. You got to be careful. The, the, I'm, I was watching the some of the early stage matches j- just moments ago on the tennis channel here at the at the hotel. It's on ESPN. The Ocho. <laughs> Okay. Uh, how long gone? We we do have a guest today, um, and uh, we met Carla Welsh um, a while back when we did the event with Bruce Pask at uh, Neiman Marcus in Beverly Hills. Shout out to Mary Kate. And um, and we hit it off because she was mean to us mm-hmm. immediately. And she had, knows the the way to our hearts. She had no interest in us at all. And then by the end, I think we had warmed her up mm-hmm. and. You know, we've been trying to do this for a while and the scheduling didn't work out, but we came to find out that she's a listener, which mm-hmm. I was a little bit surprised by, but happily. But she would, was she a listener after we had met? Yeah, definitely. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, after we'd met. Okay. But, you know, people are always like, oh, what's what's the show called? And mm-hmm. I'm going to say 50% of the time they don't listen to it, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Carla's a, a world famous, uh, world renowned stylist. Working she, with Scooter Braun's own Justin Bieber. Yeah, she's worked with every celebrity you can think of for the red carpet um, Tracy Ellis Ross, Gal Gadot, Justin and Haley. The the list goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, she was fun to talk to. She's, she's, um, she's also a Canadian. So mm-hmm. we felt an instant kinship, of course. What was the word that she said that really tickled me? In Silly kidding? season. <sighs> I forgot what it was. It was. It started with an oh, S, though. Yeah, she had some. Yeah, she had some was funny. Kin- s- I don't know. She said toque. She said toque. She's she, wearing a toque. She she reported to uh, to us. It's our first ever podcast that we've recorded with somebody from their own private island. Welcome to my island took on a whole new meaning. Yeah. When Carla gets on the Zoom. Quite impressive. Very impressive. Very cool. And I just I, I feel like it it um some real like small town beginnings still charms me, even though my yeah. heart is black. And uh if you're a younger person hoping to work your way into the fashion space, listening to her stories of how she got into the business will not be uh yeah if you want to listen will be to, disheartening if you want to you. listen to stories of how people used to have to do things instead of getting paid to intern then then she'll have some good stories for mm-hmm. you uh but yeah thank you guys for listening uh we will be back later this week with uh more podcasts pray for us as we uh traverse this beautiful denver airport area mm-hmm. and uh violence afoot new york we might we might see you tomorrow we might not we might not depending if you got the invite or not oh I, 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 we need to go to dinner afterwards. Can we go in Brooklyn? No. Well, yeah, we should go to Bernie's. Let me bang his line. Bang Bernie. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. How Long Gone is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason. BetterHelp. You know, the summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent. So... 
for maybe the first half of our sweet sessions, we were spent off, obviously off clock going through, you know, hotels, ferries, <laughs> car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. So, uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists. You get one that you really like. You guys are gossiping. You guys are chit-chatting. You guys are talking about your personal interests. Next thing you know, it's time to actually do the work. So it feels good building those uh, mental health relationships with people you actually like. And on BetterHelp, there are so many different therapists to choose from. I don't like anyone. If you're thinking of starting <laughs> therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash how long today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash how long. Nice. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh-oh. And internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step <laughs> to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long? All one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got RAF on the nut. <laughs> Dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com promo code how long. Thank you for joining us. This might be one of the more picturesque backgrounds that we've seen on zoom are you in the motherland right now in canada i am it's vancouver island vancouver island where's my island <laughs> i am on an island that i own um <laughs> it's on a lake called powell lake in powell river british columbia and powell river is the tiny town i grew up in if you followed highway 101 that's like i'm literally in a toque <laughs> if you followed highway 101 in los angeles to its very and mm -hmm. you would be, um, you'd hit my town. Really? Yeah. It goes, no it sure. goes that far. I didn't realize it went, I didn't realize it went that far. How, how many times have you made that drive before? <laughs> well, normally I fly. <laughs> However. No, I mean, I'm talking about the early days, you know, back in college or whatever, road trip to Hollywood kind of vibe. Well, I never made road trips to Hollywood until I lived in Hollywood and I moved there 20 some odd years ago. So, but it's like a 30 hour. It's like a, it's like a multi day. Oh yeah. It's a week. Of course. You guys. Week drive. But here's the fucking insane thing. So I have dogs that I love. And when we got this island, <laughs> I named it Dog Island because it was my dream just to come spend the summers here. <laughs> With my dog. Dog Island? Dog Island. It's called Dog Island. It's one of my favorite Wes Anderson films. It's really good. Exactly. Yeah, so I like how creative that is. I, okay. like, I like But that. But I have three, like, well, two 99-pound Rottweilers and one little Rottweiler that's, like, 50 pounds because she's tiny. 
and you really can't fly with them. So we put our dogs and our teenager in our vehicle and we put everything on top and we drive for three days so that our dogs can have a summer vacation with us. Oh my God. I, you know, <laughs> I will never understand pet ownership. I don't love anything that much. That's an amazing. Have you uh, had a dog? No, no, no. I'm not interested. <laughs> I don't need that kind of responsibility. Um, and I don't know if it would warm my cold, dead heart. People have tried, like you should have, you know, but I didn't have one growing up. So it's like, there's no precedent. You know what I'm saying? There's hope for you. You're, you're fine. You'll, there's... It'll happen for you. <laughs> Do you really think so, Carla? It won't. Carla, Carla, you don't know me that well. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it's, that's fine. You, it's like, I say the same thing. You don't need to have kids to fulfill your life and you, you don't need to have animals. The, the, I mean, I, I know you've done both and you seem fulfilled, but you're right. Everything ain't for everybody, which I think is something we, we all recognize. But what, what has really, dogs never appealed to me because of the mess. But once I spent more time in LA and they were even more prevalent. I just can't believe, I, I mean, we've talked about this a lot on the show. I just can't believe you have to pick up shit off the ground. I just can't get past that. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. I don't know what it is. I think it's like, I just, and, and I'm a parent of a teenager. And so when you have a teenager, you really need yeah. something else to love you. <laughs> and my dogs like love me and I love oh, my I dogs. I know, I know I'm a little obsessed with them. I'm kind of turned into this person who drives for three days with their dogs <laughs> this is cool though i've never heard this before because a teenager's love is so conditional Ugh. and a dog's love is unconditional Correct. that you need both to offset is what you're saying you need it to offset because it's those are very and bless those parents who get easy kids who are so nice all the time I, it didn't happen for me. This is this is a very Charlotte and just like that kind of energy going on so far, Carla. <laughs> the kids are getting older. They're you know the unconditional love is gone. We replace it with a doggy. Yeah. But 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 also, how much money are you saving on the dog sitting fees by bringing them to your island? Thank you very. I much. I guess as an island owner, <laughs> as an island owner, it might not be the biggest worry. Okay, in your I would life, like but... everybody here listening to know the very small <laughs> town I grew up in. Like the island, the island. It's not that it was chump change, but it wasn't like I, I'm not I'm not on waterfront in Malibu. Like, come on, this is like small town. Sure, sure. Living the the cost of islands are a spectrum and a wide one. You can get yeah. you can get them for cheap, is what you're saying. And that being said, how much was your island? I'm not, <laughs> I'm not telling you. <laughs> it was so much less than anybody could possibly imagine. But it is my little okay. little piece of heaven, and it was like a lifelong goal and dream of mine. It's so cool. Yeah, it's it's pretty fucking awesome. And if you ever there's always open invites because there's a bunch of little cabins and it's all. Oh, so this is a big. Mm. Okay, so you did you build how much of this stuff existed versus how much you had to build? Okay, so there's two shacks on the island, and the, when I, we say shacks, like it's not like. So <laughs> if you're a cabin watcher in Canada on the <laughs> East Coast, the cabins are very fancy. Th those are the only ones I've been to. I've only been to the. Yeah, yeah, you're. So those are not that lake cottage life. Is like those are fucking mansions. That's right. So where I'm at, yeah. Mm -hmm. Where I'm at is not a mansion and like there's an outhouse, but we built a bathhouse. So there's mm -hmm. two like pretty wonderful little shacky cabins. And then we built yeah. a pretty glorious bathhouse with like a huge tub and like oh, that's cool. an electric toilet. So you don't have to use the outhouse anymore. Anyway. So you're saying, so you're saying there's these two, there's the two kind of houses and there's an outhouse that is yeah. shared among the property. Okay. Yes. Carla, is it Aesop or Byredo in the outhouse? 
So it's ASAP. <laughs> okay. And also, I wanted okay. to backpedal for one second. You, you mentioned the term cabin watchers as if that's a normal thing that people say. Could you explain what that is to a non-Canadian, please? Well... I think I just came up with that. Like people who like, okay. you know, you're seeing everybody summer and they're like, West coasters are very like, it's not a cottage because <laughs> cottages are like fancy. We're not fancy. Okay. But, okay. but I've, I've spent some time in Vancouver and people seem to be, have giant houses and boats and shit like oh, yeah. that. So you're saying that doesn't, yeah. but that doesn't transfer to the Island. Life. Sounds a lot like America's South, Chris, the hillbillies. They always find a way to own boats and have big houses, right? It's true. It's true. So I'm in the hillbilly part. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You really strike me as a but hillbilly. Not, you're really, you're get, yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm in like, I'm in like, so you would have to take like two ferry boats from Vancouver to get to yeah, where I yeah. am. Well, so we're a little isolated, but it's a beautiful town. And I'm super fortunate to have grown up here. And my parents are still here. So they come up the lake and my family all descends. And we all just have a ton of people. How, how long How long do you spend there for the summer, though? Well, you go a whole month. We we're, Our goal is like the full summer, like two and a half months. Wow. Okay, what happens when that when your agent calls? Yeah, what happens when your agent calls? <laughs> so you just hop on a plane and in three hours you're back <laughs> okay. to do a job mm -hmm. and you don't okay. drive back, mm -hmm. you fly back. You take a little that's that's my caveat. If like something worth doing comes in, I will leave the island. And you know, the only thing to thank Elon Musk for, we have Starling. So I work from yeah, I work do it all. here. Like Yeah, that's good. I I, I can do it all here. But. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I was going to say the strike, as unhelpful as the strike is, <laughs> as horrible it is, it was helpful this summer because we're a lot less obligations. Oh, I didn't think about mm -hmm. that. Yeah, I mean, I guess yeah. I guess that's true. I mean, it's been tough on the industry, but it's been great on vacationers. Yes. Oh, ouch. <laughs> it hasn't been, it's been it ha great for the cake eaters, I guess. It, ha it, has, yeah, it, no, hasn't, it hasn't been great for my local gym. It seems a lot more full. Right. Plastic surgeons are very busy. Yeah, every, yeah. This that this whole thing about people getting the plastic surgery during their time off is, I love that storyline. Totally. I love totally. it because it's so real and it makes so much sense. But yeah. pe people really do just like recovery the, time. It's, it's one of those like like those things in a movie where somebody says an idea and everyone laughs and then they look at each other like, wait a minute, I guess that is a really good idea. Yeah, they all scurry off. Yeah, I, I didn't, yeah. we were talking about this last night that one of the Olsen twins, you know, she had a baby recently and no one knew. I know. Like she, for a full nine months, she kept a pregnancy secret. It's those clothes. No, it is the clothes. It is It is the vintage comb. You've seen the row, Chris. Yeah. You've seen the row. It's very flowy. But I just don't, It feels that feels very difficult to do. Unless you live, a, unless you're really not leaving the compound. Yeah, that is. You know? That is a private life, right? Kind of amazing. No, it's amazing. It's like a feat. Yeah. But I just. I, yeah, that's I, impressive. All thanks to Starlink. Yeah, exactly. All <laughs> thanks to Starlink. I mean, I was talking about this, the ins and outs of it. And I guess it's like, well, if, you know, everything kind of comes to you. It's in the house is big enough and the property yes. is big enough. You guys, there's not mere mortals. No, I understand. You know, I understand. Outside of, that's who we were, the mere mortals. Here. I understand. I mean, but also for, for the community of people who are into pregnant people, we want to see those pics. You know what I mean? I mean, they want to see those pics. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but it's none of your fucking business. Yeah. <laughs> also, that's why I love it. It's just like, 
yeah, it's not it's not my business. No, of course but not. But congratulations to her. What a chic baby. Have you seen the rose baby clothes? They're no. unbelievable. Yeah, I'm sure. I, oh, I've, God. I try not. not I mean, rose. Don't show that to my what, fucking what's wife. The, what's the price point? Not the point? cashmere. What's the price point? <laughs> same, basically? It's, same. Yeah, it's it's basically <laughs> it's so the same. Sick. It's so sick when kids' clothes that are that small are basically the same price as the adult clothes. I love that. That they're going to like not even wear once. But, but do, do, they're do, beautiful. Do people really like, are, are, do you, are people really putting their baby in full like Brunello Cuccinelli, like is that 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 really oh, for, yeah. that really happens yeah. in this country, yeah, or, or in a different country? <laughs> How often do you work in the Emirates? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The Emirates, <laughs> I don't. I actually never. I'm like, no one. I think I'm too opinionated. Maybe. Yeah, they don't like. They, they, they don't there. like that. Yeah. you're not a team player in the Middle East. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't think they like anything <laughs> but money, which I you know I get. Uh, but there's a line. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, yeah, kids clothes, dressing kids in clothes like that seems like, I know that you have, it's insane. I know that that means you have an, an amount of money that is, that is, this is how you operate. Yeah. And I get that and I understand it, but I just don't know if I could get there. I could never, I, I don't know if I could, I don't get think there. I could ever, I don't think I would want to, I try not to later in like this era of my life to not to be too judgy, but like some of that shit's wild. Like that's what you're doing with your money. It's not even judgment, or that's the pr- that's what you're setting. That's the tone you're setting. That's you want your kid, and well, maybe maybe you do the expensive stuff until they're like three years old, <laughs> and then once they once they kind of understand <laughs> and recognize labels and and brands, then you can yeah. back to <laughs> exactly. old navy. You yeah. got to work for the row. Yeah, you got to start mowing lawns. That's a good idea, Jason. I like that. I mowed lawns. I had to earn my school. It was just I just had some girlfriends up and we were talking about I I had to like have my summer jobs and then my parents would match whatever I made and then I got to go to Vancouver and shop and I could buy my back to school clothes myself. What kind of jobs what kind of jobs were was country Carla doing up there? I had a paper route. <laughs> So what? Delivered- You're not this old. Don't do this. You have paper. I route. am. That's <laughs> yeah. I did. I had a paper route. I delivered the newspaper three I times a know, week. I didn't know you grew up in the 1920s. <laughs> that's a that's a job for people who are under underaged. That's a, that's the only job you can get yeah. when you're like 12 True. or 13. It was the only job you could get. Like I literally. But then I worked at. Um, <laughs> you guys are just going to laugh at me. I'm going to sound really hillbilly, but there was like a floating gas station for boats and I worked at the okay. marina. So oh, you okay. were, okay. okay. So were you filling up, were you filling up boats? Were you filling up you gas You were a tank cans? bunny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Did I fill up boats? You kind of just hand, you like brought the boat in, you tied their boat off for them and then you handed them the thing and then you took their money. Okay. Was this like a scene? Is this where all like the cool girls worked kind of vibe or was this like a youth? No, it was my uncle's. It was my uncle's thing, and he gave me oh, a Oh, some nepotism. Um, okay. Some well, nepotism. Nice. <laughs> I'm a nepo baby. Yes, I like that. Very interesting. Yes, yes. That's, that's a real that's a real ass job, though. I mean, it I always had jobs, too, job. but that's yeah. physical. It sounds like a northern exposure type of job. It does. Totally. It, it was does. very northern okay. exposure. Yeah. I had to, like, wash the trucks, like the big trucks. That's, I, I don't, okay, and what else did you, What? so you would go to Vancouver with your money. Yep. What was the hot, were you hitting Holt Renfrew? Was there other, are there other? Charlotte. Charlotte Roos? Charlotte Roos. No. So Benetton. <laughs> Benetton was a big, like, I wanted. Okay, okay. Saved for that rugby that rugby shirt. Great rugby. The green one. Yeah, great rugby. Oh, my God. The mm. best. Um, and, like, there were these stores called, like, O Cotton. 
So I'll like will age myself here. I don't really care. O'Cotton. Um, O'Cotton and Daniel Hector. Okay, hold on, like hold these, on, hold on. How do you spell O'Cotton? These Canadian stores. Sounds Canadian as a motherfucker. Yeah. This is so Canadian. How do you say how do you spell O'Cotton? So it's A U and then C O T O. Oh, oh, A U. Okay. Classic Canadian. They can't I thought it was more like like O Brother, where art thou vibe? No. But no. Okay. We didn't know it was giving patisserie like that. Yes, it was very it was so it was super cute so what did they sell so so these were these were mono brands sets that were like yeah they were mono brand stores and they sold like these sets was all cotton as one can imagine and they were like the shirt kind of went with the pants and then they had the slouch socks and you could interchange all these like ideas i love i love i love interchanging ideas when it comes to my wardrobe so i can relate to that yeah i gotta say hearing hearing you say the word slouch with that canadian accent that's about as good as it gets slouch. if you ask me <laughs> <laughs> well I, did, I think it comes out more. what is the so i was made aware of a, a trend that was on the east coast where you would wear your roots sweatpants mm-hmm. and they have that little pocket by the waistband and you would flip that pocket out yeah. to hold your cell phone and then you'd have your Birkenstocks on with the with the socks. Is that a look you participated in? If you were a slut. Out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Exactly. No, I'm older. I'm a little Just older than that trend because by I did like we wanted we really wanted um the roots like letterman jacket when the olympics was in yeah. or was it at the olympics yeah when the first time that roots did the olympics and they all walked out in their letterman jackets that was yeah. the piece you wanted i never got one because we didn't have enough money and i didn't make enough money on my paper route mm. to get that but man, we know yeah we, yeah, we yeah. Know. it was like letterman jacket not cheap leather sleeves those are real le- deer skin I'm i think sure. it was it's probably Canada. like 500 bucks back back in the day and but yeah. yes i do know that but i didn't get a cell phone until like you know 20 years ago so i was past wearing the sweatpants did you hold out did you hold out on cell phones as like a political thing or just like, no i'm actually that you, that old i got a flip phone like i didn't need one when i was at college and when i lived in, like i moved to vancouver right when i finished high school yeah uh but i didn't really need one and they weren't yeah, I, I probably was a little snotty about it because we kind of made fun of people with cell phones for the longest time. Not much reception out on the lake, I'm sure, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, reception's tough. Yeah. That's funny. That's funny to think about a time where it was like if you had a phone in your car, you were really rich or like... Like a douchey person. Yeah, yeah. but you also got made fun yeah. of for having a cell yeah. phone, which is insane yeah. to think about. Was a different time, right? I, I was very early. I, of course, had a pager um, and all of Oh, the, you did? Yeah, of What course. were you selling to have a pager? I, well, chill, 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 chill. I wasn't <laughs> selling. I've only used drugs. I've never sold them. Oh, okay, great. He was selling a great friendship. <laughs> whereas I started selling drugs after cell phones existed, so I didn't need a pager anymore, you know? Oh, okay, perfect. <laughs> That's what I said. What, Jason, you never had a pager? <laughs> yeah, I had a pager, but I mean, it was just like, you know, your friend that you go to school with just being like, here's my number. And then you call me like, you want to go get Del Taco? And then you're like, all right. Yeah. Or they like rope boob in numbers. Yeah. Right. Do a boob in numbers. Yeah, but yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like yeah, the pager yeah. bill was like $5 a month. So you're like, eh, fuck it. You know? No, that's true. It was, it was a low cost, um, high reward accessory. It was something it, that only doctors and 13 year olds own, which was, <laughs> yeah. a, was a great. Yeah, no, you're right. There's you know? no, yeah, there's no in between. I mean, I still see every once in a while, I'll see a doctor with a pager. Yeah. I think they just want to keep like a work life balance thing. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. And I well my in my family we have a like my dad's brother 
has v- been very successful owning an answering service, which is a oh, call yeah. center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, because the patient can never have the doctor's number. Right. Can you imagine? They, I know it's insane. They, so they process all the calls, and it's been like this. Mm-hmm. Like I can't believe it's still in demand the way it is. It's still like a highly profitable business in 2023. Is it more like older people calling it? Because that seems like. Well, I guess no. If you need your doctor, you call, and they're like. No yeah, I think it's just how it's it set and up. They pass it through. Yeah. Oh, good for your brother. Yeah, I think it's just how it's how it's set up. Yeah. Well, I don't. I'm not seeing any residuals oh. nor inheritance from that, <laughs> oh. so I'm not that happy about uh, it. But rude. yeah, we'll see. You never know, Chris. We'll see what happens. You, you never know. I could. Pivot. Do you want to give him a, a little yeah, shout yeah, out on here on the pod? Maybe we can get some new customers. Maybe that'll get you in the will. I don't even know what it, I don't. I don't know exactly what it's oh. called, but it's <laughs> in. You know, it's in like supportive. It's in like Milledgeville, Georgia. It's not gonna. You know, it's not. It's not really our demo. I don't think, um, but we might have some people in the medical field listening. Uh, Carla, we also, all, all three of us are Virgos. <gasps> you guys are Virgos. Happy Virgo season. Thank you. And the same to you as well, honey. I didn't think about that. It's, we're in the season. But you're a special kind of Virgo, baby. You were a baby born on 9-11, weren't you? Whoa. I know. Yeah. I was here first. I always try to like have a great day, but honestly, it's a brutal fucking day. Yeah, that's a weird. That's a weird birthday. It's, a, it's something that Chris and I have thought about a lot because both of our like our, our birthdays Where, are, are very you? close to nine eleven. I'm the fourth. I'm the fourteenth. Fourteenth. Oh yeah, we're September Virgos. Oh, is that is that a different level mm-hmm. or just uh, considered a no, echelon? No. Okay, you just like it. But do you guys love, love being? Are you guys like? And I don't want this to sound gender based <laughs> or anything inappropriate, but are you are male ruled? Are male Virgos as into being Virgos as female Virgos? Well, men aren't as into astrology, <laughs> but I think that I'm not into it. But I know that I embody the qualities. Let's put it that way. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if men possess. You know, a, a, a stereotypical cis man possesses even like you said. Do you like being a Virgo? We don't even know that that's a thing that you can like. Oh, yeah, it's just kind of like no. a social security number to us. It's like we've been bestowed this thing. You're so fortunate. And that, you know, don't I guess it, I like you guys. it. You know? It's only something that you know because a Can you teach us how to use it, please? A woman has asked you. So when you said to me, oh, you're a Virgo. And I said, oh, I'm a Virgo. Are you a Virgo? And you're like, yes, I'm a Virgo. So Virgo's like, we see each other and we're, we know that we're the kind of bedrock of society everything <laughs> society mm-hmm. the zodiac like we're the only really... ones on this planet with our heads screwed on straight huh well kind of and just like just you're a virgo i mean we have there's so many amazing virgos and we really like i'm a virgo enough said play cool all year long and then when it comes to our time we're like we shine we let it shine. I didn't. Are, so are you following this closely or is this something you just you feel the same way where you just embody all the qualities? So it's like, yeah, you, you feel I just know. a kinship. You don't even have to follow it. You just know. I don't know if Chris and I shine during the Virgo season. Well, you should. You need to talk to more Vir- Virgos. You just got to like fake some excitement. But maybe it's a guy thing. But how do you shine? Well, you just are like. You own your Virgo now. Okay, because it's your season, so it should give you a little pep in your step, a little more confidence. Yeah. Well, we have lots of confidence. We have lots of confidence as Virgos. Yeah, you don't strike me as someone lacking in confidence. I agree. No, none of us are. But like we are very like Hey Virgo. Hey Virgo. You know, it's like you know, it's like silly season for us, but it's very <laughs> silly like silly season. 
Oh, silly season. Yeah, silly season. Do you watch F1? What is silly season? I feel like I'm always in. I feel like I perpetually Are live always... in silly season. So tell me oh, more. Oh, that's good. You know, when it's like, I think it's actually an F1 term. So I'm a little embarrassed that I said that. But it's when like, it's in between like contract talks and this and that. Oh. And when, like merger and acquisition season or when there's all like the hype. Oh. It's called silly season. Damn. Yeah. I didn't know that you were an F1 enthusiast. Drive to survive. It got me, you guys. I love it. Oh, okay. <laughs> you and you and everybody. I'm not even embarrassed to admit that. You and everybody else. I I I can't. I it, it maybe it's too like Euro for uh, something about it just rubs me the wrong way. Maybe it's just that it's so elite. I don't know. No, I mean I like elite. <laughs> I guess it is. I don't. I don't consider <laughs> car drivers to be athletes. That's my problem. I, I can't do it. Oh well, they are. But do you, you know that like motocross? They're athletes crazy athletes right like, I know, like riding I, motorbikes it's i know like the most physical you could be as much as much as a horse jockey is an athlete you know what i mean i know that it's physically taxing and they're in amazing mm. shape i'm not saying they're not like fit and and yeah and up for it i don't maybe chris chris doesn't like twink kind of guys you know that's not true don't and do you gotta that. be kind of oh i didn't know that i'm sorry but i i, I know you got to be small to fit into the f1 cockpit right Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Say goodbye to swiping left on lackluster meals and swipe right for the one brand that will make your taste buds swoon. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef design recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, I like to chop myself, or quick microwave meals that are assembled in minutes, Home Chef has you and your entire family covered for delicious meals, witty options per week, and serves a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. I'm keto now. Not only is it convenient, but it is also economical. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. Mamma mia. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering my listeners, our listeners, 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert faux life at homechef.com slash how long that's homechef.com slash how long for 18 free meals and free dessert for life homechef.com slash how long must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert career world is a new cookbook written by dookie hong and friend of the show matt rodbard the New York Times best-selling authors of the book Koreatown. Korea World is a vibrant exploration of the evolution of Korean cuisine, both in Korea and in Korea towns across the United States, with more than 75 bold, flavor-packed recipes and stunning photography. The authors take an inside look at the exciting evolution of Korean food through stories of chefs, home cooks, as well as recipes that are shaping modern Korean cuisine. The book begins in Seoul, where the barbecue scene is pushing into new territory and where the city's third wave coffee culture is exploding the tour continues with late night food adventures in los angeles my hometown and stops into the kitchens of innovative chefs from new york city to portland who are putting modern spins on korean classics recipes include giant short ribs whole fried smash rockfish and pineapple kimchi fried rice i'm sad i didn't get to name the foods and you did 
Korea World is essential reading for anyone curious about the future of food. Available wherever books are sold. Yeah, you do. I think a few of them aren't super small. Who's the Who's the hot one that everybody loves? Dan, Daniel Riccardi? Oh, I don't like Daniel Riccardi. Who's your number one? Yeah. yeah, who do you have an F1 crush on? Um, well, I love Lewis, obviously, but my friend is Lewis's manager, so I I got to go and be in the paddock and sit in the... Oh, shit, really? In there for a race. Yeah, I was in Saudi Arabia because <laughs> we were working there not working with clients but i was working at justin was doing a show during f1 there mm, so i yes. went to f1 there and i got to go in the paddock and i got to sit like right in their pit and like you put the headphones on and they have a color commentator who's like telling you everything about the race oh really it was fucking unbelievable oh yeah, that's cool unbelievable experience like it was like once in a lifetime so i love like the mercedes but i love the mercedes principal total wolf he's he's just like so german and like great head of hair and always in a really crisp shirt and he gets so pissy but i also love like the villain of the f1 story max verstappen he's just like mm. an amazing driver and he's so competitive that like he's they're all savage in their like competition so i i do i do I like, like the idea of wanting to kill your enemy yeah like your competition i do i i can relate to that like i like i like i'm very like competitive and so but i'm a great sport like i can lose i lose all the time so i can lose with ease but like <laughs> I, if I lose I'm all the playing time playing you i'm gonna play like super mm -hmm. hard what is your sport of choice oh well i used to be a marathoner oh, so shit. i would run marathons. oh i didn't know you were i you do you do have that kind of slightness about oh, you oh thank you that a marathon i don't feel no, very slight you. anymore I was like, <laughs> Bless but, come on but, did it destroy? Did it destroy your body? Yeah. How, how's your knee? No, I've total. I have arthritis in my hip from it, which is a drag. But no, I lo I love doing a marathon. Where did you do? Did you like do go all over the world and do the whole thing? Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. but like New York is the best marathon to do because of the energy of the Big Apple. Yeah, because it's just it's so much fun. Like you don't even feel like you've run through Brooklyn because the crowds are just so insane and cheering for you. I try to, I, I try to avoid Brooklyn. So that makes, that's great for me. Yeah. Right. No, it's the best part of the marathon. And then you're like, there's always this girl sitting on the bridge when you run through Queens and she's like, well, welcome to Queens. And like, you're there's like, a, there's a Queens ambassador installed on the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's so great. I love this freaking city. I, I love this freaking city. Did you, okay. So but you can't do it anymore because you've mentally gave out or physically gave yeah, out. Yeah, I think I've mentally. I think I have a couple more in me, maybe. But have you replaced marathon running with anything like pickleball or something? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I okay. swim and I. Like, you don't go to Tracy Anderson. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't go not, to Tracy Anderson in the Hamptons, but I do go to Tracy. I love not it. to not to not to pigeonhole you, but you know, I've always wanted to go. To Tracy Anderson, obviously, because it's uh, the number one hot chick workout of all time, which is something I want to be. But I find it, it doesn't seem like there's like a single man in a class vibe. There are. So you are, are you, are you in LA? Yeah, yeah right now. Are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So why don't you come with me okay. to a private? Oh, okay. Now we're talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But the privates take part while the classes are taking part. And so, yeah, you can come with me to one. It's unbelievably hard. I used to I, go I know to, it's hard. I know it's hard. I used to go to Soul Cycle and I had an amazing instructor. Do you guys know Angela Manuel Davis? No. 
I had I have an so she's a, instructor I like in New York too. This guy Parker, we've mentioned him on the show before. But. Shout out to Parker. Angela, like kind of in a really crazy way. She's she's actually Jerry Lorenzo's sister from Fear of God, and Angela changed my life because she her classes are like like Beyonce and Jay Z go to her class. Like I would ride beside Jay Z all the time, and she is a real motivational speaker. You felt like you were going to church in a way. And she kind of really put me on like a different trajectory, like professionally and emotionally. And so, but then she stopped, you know, the whole Trump thing happened. And then she, I didn't go there anymore. Thanks Chrissy Teigen. Cause she was like, no one can go to soul cycle anymore. And I'm like, yeah, bitch. Who's, who's blonding up your hair is an ardent Trump supporter. But like, of course you had to quit. You're like being shamed into it. But then Angela left and she doesn't teach anymore. And so I was missing this, like, you know, I was doing Pilates and walking my fucking dogs. And I was like missing that yeah, energy yeah. from a classroom. And then I have a couple clients who have transformed their bodies from going to Tracy. And they're like, you should go check it out. And I went and it's like loud music. It's super hot. It is the what hardest is it? Hold workout. on, hold on, hold on, hold yeah. on. What is, the, what is the music though? Is it good or is it loud? It's. <laughs> Okay, so it's both. It's both. Can you like suspend music judgment when you're in exercise? Oh yeah, totally. You no, need... t- as long as yeah. I, I mean, so if you can do that, you'll be okay. Because I'm very picky about the music. Well, you don't say. You don't say. Yeah, yeah, you don't say. But when I go <laughs> there, as a like, Virgo, we all are right. <laughs> when I go there, I can really suspend what I am listening to. Like if it's Taylor Swift, I'm like, yeah, okay, I can bop along. But sometimes it's super. Most of the time, it's actually pretty great. Like there's this one girl who plays like oldies and I like, I'm like, okay, here we go. I love it. Led Zeppelin. Okay. So you should come with me for sure. But like, it's hard. But, and I go at seven in the morning. Can anybody get into these classes or is it, or is there a level of exclusivity? No, you just have to sign up and pay for it. It's, it's not Jason. It's, um, it might be out of budget. There's a price. Some price people. tag is, is what keeps it exclusive. Is it, is it more yeah. than, is it 50 bucks a class or is more? I know yours are private. Let's just go for the layman's <laughs> oh, yeah. rate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's around fifty a class. So fifty is high. I mean, Barry's is like thirty-five. Yeah, it's, so it's it's high. Okay. But yeah, it's a lot of money. But isn't there like a? I guess what's kept me away is I've I've been told because because Alex has been before. It feels like it's. Uh, isn't there like a dance element? Yeah, but I can't dance, so I'm fine there. It's more of like an old school aerobics element. Like if you okay. came up, like I went, I like did like almost second generation Jane Fonda aerobics, like as a teenager and then did like step and all that stuff. So if you, yeah, yeah, there's just more like very fucking weird movements. Yes. But I, and that's why I do private because I have like a couple back things and Tracy was like, you should come. I can help you with your back. And she really has like, so my moves aren't as psychotic, but they're still hard. The thing I love about Tracy Anderson the most is that she has her own magazine and she's on the cover of every issue. She, she She's done something <laughs> truly, so I, right. Truly iconic. Because it's great. It is so hard. I know. No, I've always, I've only heard that it's amazing. And I okay, do. Good. Now that a private is on offer, I will take you up on that because I do. Th- I'm usually pretty. I've done a lot of workouts that are, I would say, traditionally geared oh, towards then you're women. Gonna do great. I'm happy to go to like a bar class. I'm not above that. But sometimes the dancing part really—I <laughs> have a block there because I don't feel like men should dance. Um, it's just unflattering. 
So I just, I just feel like in the in a private in the private area because I have amazing rhythm. Oh, okay. I would feel confident. Well, don't make fun of me because my I'm not like that great at the choreo bit, but it's more just like old school calisthenics. It's like jumping jacks, bouncing around, a little grapevine, old school. Old school. Okay, damn. This is this is good to know. So you've been able to you've been able to find a workout though because I feel like a lot of like serious runners can't it's really tough to get away from that yeah. if that's what you've been doing for so long it's tough but as soon as you lose your kind of running spirit spirit it's really hard to get it back because it's so mental right to be able to go and mm -hmm. run for miles is like wow this is where chris and i pretend like we know what it feels like to run a marathon yeah totally i'm I, absolutely <laughs> well I, I highly i mean i really recommend it it's 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 90 percent mental like the I last one I did, interest. I didn't train. Well, you, you don't have any interest and you're fine. You didn't train. You just showed up and did it like Joe Strummer style. You guys. Well, I did one long run, but, but I was raising money mm -hmm. for like some good causes. And so with Adidas, thank you, Adidas. <laughs> and I was like, okay, fuck it. But you know what? I was so mad because, and I was also, but at the same time I had done all the cycling and I was training hard. I had good VO2 max or whatever it's called. Lung capacity. Yeah, sure. And I was like, you know what? I can do it. And my family was like, you don't have to go do it. And I was like, no, I have to do it. I'm going to get $50,000 for like Planned Parenthood. Mm -hmm. I want to do it. And they're like, well, we're not going to come because we don't think you're going to finish. <laughs> and I was like, okay, okay fair, So you lost some fair. support. But then I finished. Planned Parenthood <laughs> is awesome, but we have a thing. I mean, That's I was really in rough shape when I finished, but I finished. Carla, don't lose. Yeah, you don't seem like someone who who does well with, with well, second place. Let's talk about the car the carb loading part of the marathon running. You Is it true that you went to culinary school? I did. Really? Uh -huh. Okay. Are we putting that to you still? Uh... I mean, I'm okay. You know, I went to culinary school. <laughs> well, I'm busy. I'm busy and I love I'm restaurants, sure. but I do love up the lake here. I'm great cook. I made like shrimp tempura hand rolls last night. Oh. And yeah, very nice shrimp my brother caught in the ocean and brought up. Oof. So I'm very like good when I have the time to do it and I enjoy feeding people. Like I love actually cooking meals for people, mm -hmm. but with work, I'm pretty busy. So I tend to not i trying to make everybody go out for dinner you can you can be on you can be honest with us carlo do you have a chef no <laughs> god i can't wait for the day okay i feel like i feel like a, a few less nights at mother wolf and we could afford the chef and i feel the right? same way right <laughs> you know i went to culinary school because i was like a little bit floundering not floundering but i was like that kid who was like not exceptional at school and was like what the fuck am i gonna sure. do and then i was at college and i was like this is useless like <laughs> great. I'm glad I could read this book and do a book report, but like, I'm not going anywhere with this. And I think cause I was work driven from a very young age. So I actually watched like tequila sunrise with Michelle Fiverr. Do you guys know that movie? I've never seen it. I'm familiar with it. Okay. God, I'm, you're so young, <laughs> but that's all right. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. I know. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it was a really big, great movie back in the day, except for mm -hmm. like the Mel Gibson part. <laughs> but she makes Michelle Pfeiffer runs a restaurant and she makes like angel hair Capolini, but she's front of the house, but she makes like angel hair for Kurt Russell. And you're like, damn, that is so sexy. And I, oh, there goes my <laughs> earphone. I was like, 
that's what I want to do with my life. I want to run a restaurant. And I was like, you're saying you well, want, you want to make pasta for a hot guy is what you're saying. Being able to have sex with a hot person based on pasta making. <laughs> right. Yes. That too. No, just <laughs> no. commanding a room, I guess, commanding a room. And I loved like food mm. and that. So I went, I was like, well, I need to learn everything that that entails. So I went to culinary school and then I like cooked at a fishing lodge way even more North of here, like this private fishing lodge. And then, but part of the school was that you had to go do like an internship. And I went to Hotel Vancouver and I was fucking terrible at it. Like the kitchen was too hot for me. I was like, ah, ah, ah. my fingers are burning. Like you're grabbing the pan. And then I had to set up all these like croquembush, like these fucking eclair desserts. And so I was doing it and I was plating them all. And then like, I was looking for like the, the lid that goes on top of the plate for the flourish. And I put a too small lid and they all got squashed like 200 of them for the buffet. And I was like, I'll never survive in the kitchen. It was very bad. It was an angry, like pastry chef. And uh, so I wasn't good at that part, but I wanted just to understand it. But then I went to like food and beverage school and then I started running a restaurant and I loved it. I loved it. I love, I love restaurants. You're a front of house shorty. You're a front of house shorty. Exactly. What is the, what, what, where was this restaurant that you was in Vancouver? The one that you were. Yeah. Yeah. It was called Vidges. It was a James Beard winner. It was very. What was the vibe? Kind of. Food wise. Very special. Well, so it was kind of new Indian. Oh. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. It won all the awards like best Indian. It was like, you had to line up for like at five o'clock because we didn't take reservations and it just got packed and we just. It was like me and all these like young 20 year old women. We all got to dress however we wanted. So it was like a total like, like hot girl vibe. But we were, it's funny because my two, my oldest girlfriends are from there. And two of them were just up here at the cabin this weekend. We were laughing because we're like, God, we were so fucking good. Like we were very, it was a really, it was a very nice time in my life. And you guys ran that new Indian restaurant like the Marines, didn't We you? ran it like, Okay, two yes, two yes. question and not an Indian person in the building too. How did your clothes <laughs> smell uh, at the end of the shift? You remember that? Oh, terrible! I smelled like I smelled like chicken tiki masala for like four years. Mm -hmm. Get some of the fingernails. Mm -hmm. But I also like ate like a meat, and I can cook Indian food really well. Yeah, it was great. That's a nice. That's a nice trick for you to be able to bust out an an Indian dish. I wouldn't expect that, you know. So, uh, in, yeah. in terms of your career trajectory. Moving from that into styling, do you think that there's another act after this? Or are you avoiding becoming a producer or do you want to do anything like that? <laughs> well, I guess you guys didn't do your research because I have a company. I have a really um, huge company that um, I have a period company. I know. No, I, I know. know about the period oh, okay, company. Yeah. That, I was like, you're like, oh, no, we know about that. No, no, that just seems like an extension. It seems like related to what you, you know what I mean? I oh. think Jason's asking. Oh. The period company is called period, right? Yeah. Yeah. Period by the period company. Yep. I guess, I guess that seems like um, more of a side quest on your overall fashion career, you know, a separate entity. It's not though. It's okay. It's well, not. because, because you, well, like, it's, it's so, you know explain. what, you want to know my, my real huge, big goal and what I want to go to next is that, Please. Well, I always want to be in fashion. So for sure, just doing lots of stuff. I could see like, I want to make do a show that I'm working on. Like but a, a television show or like a fashion show? Mm -hmm. Okay, a television yeah, show. Yeah, for television. Yeah. And then, but 
over on the period side, it's not fashion related. It's very like human rights related. We have a foundation because a horrible statistic statistic in the world is that like, Mm -hmm. okay, so there's right now at this moment, like 80 million people are having their periods, but 80% of them don't have access to period care, which is a human rights crisis. That's 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 a fucked up number. It's fucking horrible. And it's, just being like periods of being shamed for by men sorry hey 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 by that's, a patriarchal system apology accepted <laughs> run by men no that's true not that's you true. guys i know you would never make fun of somebody i love periods, periods but personally. i love them when you they imagine come, making fun when of they, when period. the period comes i'm always very can excited. you imagine i mean i'm always very excited okay yeah you're like <laughs> yeah, nice exactly. period loser <laughs> yeah okay okay yeah but so so it's a human rights crisis and you know you shouldn't miss school and you shouldn't get diseases because you're using dirty napkins and you know and and then there's a huge level of sexual extortion that takes place of men saying i'll give you a pad for a blowjob or a sex so it's very it's a not even in, in america alone you know it's it's horrible but in globally it's really a brutal can i ask thing. you how you discovered that like how did you did you just read this one day and you're like fuck it i gotta figure something out i have a son yeah. who is a trans i have a trans son okay and my son got hadn't transitioned and sure, got their sure. period very very early and it was like kind of a disaster and and as yeah. a parent as you can talk to any woman in your life most of them have had period disasters because we we've been shamed about them. So we're not equipped when they come. And it was like, Oh my God, what the fuck am I going to do? And this little kid trying to manage their period and period underwear existed, but it was really expensive and it was kind of very, not a great product. And I had understand, I knew how to make things because I had a t-shirt line and I did like design and development. And I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make really affordable period underwear and I'm going to make it so that anybody regardless of your economic status can afford these and so that's what i did and i went for it and i have an amazing founding partner my partner sasha and she's a great um cmo and mark um creative director and she was like no we've got to rebrand the period and like tell a new story and that's what we're doing and so when we launched all of a sudden i would get all these emails from ghana and india and Mm -hmm. america being like can you help? Can you send products? And so we really pivoted fast from being a sustainability company because on on the top of all of this, like disposable products don't decompose. So there's just mm-hmm. billions of tons of period waste. So we were like, oh, let's be sustainable. But then we turned into this company and we, we've given away over a million pairs. Mm-hmm. And that's the real work I want to do is help eradicate period poverty in a very sustainable way because it can be done you just actually have to care and you have to find people who are willing to fund it and distribute like have a good distribution method mm-hmm. and so that's what we're doing Beautiful. i wasn't aware i mean i guess this all makes sense but it's not something you hear about that often you know, no. you know what i mean i, yeah. I think that, that people there's just so many problems 
<laughs> you know what I mean? There's, there's hard, so many it's, problems. It's kind of hard to keep up sometimes. Luckily for yeah. people in these situations, you are one of those people who cares a lot, like how you said, and you also have access to people who have a lot of money. Yeah. So, Let's I mean, go. you're you're truly a perfect person for the job. And more than 20 years have brought me to this moment of purpose, to be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I still love fashion. I'm still going to do that. But I really like am you know, building a pretty yeah, strong, yeah, serious build it business. That's kind of a next generation business where we're like, we could be making way more money on our business side of it, but we sell it for cheap. So it's accessible. That's, that's, that's yeah, more I important. Say, I mean, if you if you want to grow the business, you got to stop giving these tampons away, honey. <laughs> yes. You got to start charging. No, I'd rather, I'd rather just give them away, to be honest. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but I think that, no, I think that if you, but I think it's a long play. It's like, you believe yeah. in it. Like the money will figure itself for out. Sure. Like we're going to do no, the right thing up at, front. We're Walmart's like number. We're at Walmart and we're their number one seller. Like we're, we're, building something so strong but we're just showing that you can build something great and also do huge amounts of good yeah no no that's that's uh i i love that it's in walmart that's real gen pop shit like that's where you want to be you know uh, yeah almost no matter what you're selling you know if it's a consumer and like listen i have like a lot of magic in my life like i have a lot of magic and like there is i'm fortunate to have a bit of luck which mm. i know sounds so white and privileged but i do have a bit of luck and these people took us on and then the next thing we knew two like three weeks later they're like okay they want you to come in and we're like come in because it was a pandemic they're like they just opened up for their first like in-person meeting and so we like got on a plane sasha and i with like a suitcase of underwear and a dream <laughs> yes the dream a suitcase of affordable period underwear <laughs> for the plane i hope you do stop me at tsa i'm here to change the world i'll tell you all i'll tell you all about this <laughs> yeah i would literally i would like i said i would do like a deal with the fucking taliban if that meant getting people underwear like i am on a total there we I'm go, on a fucking there we go. Warp yeah yeah I'm serious like, about I don't, this you shit. think walmart's bad Try the Taliban. You said that, not me. Um, I love Walmart. <laughs> but anyways, we went in and it was like this young woman and this young guy and we talked to them. And then like two days later, I got the phone call and they said, okay, we would like to start carrying you. And it was like, I mean, I cried. It was like, it's a game changer. Yeah, that's great. I love that it happened yeah. so quickly. That's like a, I feel like that's like yeah, a, crazy. a nice, you know, it's a, a little bit of a pat on the back being like, okay, I'm not crazy yeah like this might have legs yeah for you sure know? sometimes for sure. you need some, very... sometimes you need some reinforcement no oh my god being a business owner so i mean i'm up just i should start running again it would probably help <laughs> <my friends. laughs> what is the you know where do you where do you guys live in la do you live in beverly hills or are you or no where? i live in laurel canyon Oh, interesting. So you do, you just hate Wi-Fi and cell phone service. That's interesting. No, you have to be on T-Mobile to be in uh, Laurel Canyon. You get to have like True. the cheapest, cheapest cell phone service and that's where it works. Really? I didn't know. I didn't know. That. Did yeah. you know that, Jason? If they got T-Mobile, they ran through. Where are you guys? Um, I'm in West Hollywood. Jason's in Glendale. Okay, good. Good. Nice. Good. good. No, I like Glendale. Yeah, and I like West Hollywood. Do you like doing pulls? You like doing a pull at the Americana or the Grove more? Well, no, I used to. Oh, pulling? Yeah. Oh, I used to pull at um, the Grove all the time. Like back when J. Crew was amazing. I would always hit the J. Crew there and the Gap. And mm-hmm. the retail landscape's so sad, you know, because when I first started styling, it would be like the Beverly Center. Then then the Grove came. And then like, I moved way up and got to go to Barney's. And sure. Barney's rest in peace. Mm. I think about Barney's once a week. 
<laughs> it's it's fun. a piece of your life and your heart is gone. It's been taken away. It really has. I got discovered in Barney's. What do you mean you That's got? Why I'm a stylist? What do you mean you got? Dis- you're. Yes. What do you mean? So I was in Barney's pulling. It's not why I'm a stylist. Lagerfeld was like, "Who are you?" Yes. Yes. No. Even <laughs> you have even amazing better. taste. Come with me. Even yes. better. Let me pile you in the Chanel. <laughs> uh, no, I was. So I was pulling actually for the singer Feist in um, Barney's. Oh, you know, my, you know, I'm a big Feist Canadian fan. royalty. You are one of my faves. I love. We were trying Chris to. Is a, Chris is a huge Feist fan. She was supposed to come on the. She was supposed to come on the show, and it just didn't work out timing wise. But I saw the tour. I I went to the tour recently in Atlanta. The one where the the opens and you're. Yeah, oh my god, was wasn't so that sick. amazing? It blew I, started, me away. I started crying yeah. in that moment. I was like, my. It blew me oh, away, guys. Because I was. I got to be honest with you. I was getting a little bored. I was like, I you're want like, what's more. What's happening? Yeah, yeah. I want more. The and then printer she gave more. printing, and then all of a sudden you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It really worked. It really worked. Leslie is so, but I call her feisty. She actually has an island too, but hers is on the other side of Canada. I actually have <laughs> wow, it. Wow, yeah. look, at the, wow. look at this. I love these yeah. uh, the young, just island owners. Hers is very rough too, but she, oh my God, she's such an incredible artist. I'm, I'm so thankful we're, we're, but we're friends and it's, she's, ugh, I love her so much. But mm. anyway, so I was pulling for her and I was walking around Barney's with these clothes and I kind of noticed this woman following me and I am very, very friendly person. Like I'll say hi to anybody mm. and I like chatting and I don't ever get my shit in and out over much. You're Canadian. We can do the math. Yeah. 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 yeah sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. But anyway, so this woman was kind of hovering on me and, and I was like, Oh, I don't work here. Cause she was just like, I don't work here. I'm a stylist. <laughs> I'm pulling, I'm wearing my sticker. And then she said to me, are you a stylist? And I said, Yeah. And she's like, I like everything about you. And I said, oh, thank you. I'm pulling for Feist. And we started talking. She's like, I'm Brooke Wall. I'm the owner of the Wall Group. Here's my card. Wow. And I said, she's mm. like, she's like, email me. I'd love to represent you. And I said, what? Okay. Yeah. And I went home and. Didn't even need to see your portfolio. <laughs> she signed me right there on the Damn, spot unseen. this is literally like this is literally like kate moss like walking through the mall you know and getting kind, yeah this kind is, of yeah. you know without like the beauty or anything to go with it. it was like you know just like she was like nope i i like everything about you and i ran home and i just had um clem so yeah like 18 years ago and i ran and i'd already been working a bit but working in music and advertising and just like baby baby stuff like baby stuff yeah and uh, I Googled, and oh. of course, the wall group came up, and it was like a prod ad. And I was like, hey, I'd love to talk to you. And that was it. And she like signed me right on the spot and became um, – she set me up with an agent there, and that's how it all started at Barney's. Damn, that's amazing. That's a great origin yeah. story at Barney's. Yeah, it's a good origin story, right? Yeah. So all you got to do is start being a f- uh, stylist for Feist, <laughs> and then right. everything kind of works its way Just out. Just walk around in the store. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, and then you have to, like, you know, suffer and work your ass off and go into debt. And of course, of course. Don't say no to things and make tons of mistakes. Isn't it amazing that you can say no now? How good does that feel? Now, now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good never gets old I, i'm not at a point where i can say no um but i hope to get there one day that's not true it's it's a great place to get to be you'll you'll know when you're there and it <laughs> took me a there, long Chris. time i mean i only and i still sometimes have a hard time yeah if somebody's like you you know how much money it is and you know how many days of work it's going to be 
and it's sometimes it's ridiculous like the old you would be like what the fuck are you talking about saying turning turning this amount of money down but sometimes correct you got to do it for the yeah. the greater good of your of your career yeah. and you saying no allows someone else to have a yes mm. yeah wow your your third eye is open carla <laughs> that island well, no, life. I, but you know i i probably got so many of my opportunities in the beginning, they weren't coming for me. They were coming for someone else who said no. And then I got yeah. it. So every time I say no, I know someone else is getting it. It's, it's the food chain. It's the, the food, food chain. chain. We can't afford Carla. So this person gets it. <laughs> they can't afford them. It goes down the line. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's how yeah, it goes. But it could be someone else's like major opportunity. And that fills up your love tank, doesn't it, Carla? <laughs> Aw. Much more than these Rottweilers ever could. <laughs> No, it's the Roddies for me. <laughs> it's the Roddies. Uh, all right, Carla. It's the Roddies for me, Queen. Carla, thank you for joining us on How Long Gone. Oh. It's a pleasure. This is so overdue. Thank you so much for having me. I'm such a fan of you guys. I listen to you guys all the time. Oh, I love that. Okay, that's yeah. great to hear. Oh. That's great to hear. We love that. Yeah. We, you know, sometimes well, you did you did very well. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I'll take you up on the Tracy Anderson when our schedules align. Yeah, I'll, I will. We'll stay in touch on that. No, don't just just. It's an easy thing to align to. It's set. I go at seven in the morning, and I know that sounds horrible, but if you're in West Hollywood, you just pop over. It's no problem. Is just, it where is it? Studio City or Beverly Hills? Su Studio City on Ventura. Yeah, and okay. you can't okay. but you can't flake because if you're coming, I've paid for you. So that means you're coming and just come and check it out. Jason, will you vouch for me right here? I've never missed a workout and I get up at five. Chris would never That's miss the a most workout. Important oh, thing I in flake my life. all the time, but <laughs> okay, good. Okay. So I'll be back from my island top of September and I will okay. be going right back okay. in. And then uh and then the Studio City Air One will be on Chris. Yeah, they, I'll treat you to a, a No, no, I don't eat after. You gotta let it work. Oh. Uh, I don't either. I don't eat till noon. <laughs> oh yeah, and intermittent fasting. So you don't eat before, you don't eat after. This sounds like a disorder, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I go have no. coffee at Lily's coffee stand in Laurel Canyon. Okay. Which is the best coffee in LA? Wow. Okay. Hot tip. I'll make okay. sure. Good to know. If my car can make it up the hill, I, I'll try that. Um, all right, Carla. Yeah. Thank you for joining us, um, and we will we will see you soon. Thank you so much, you guys. All right. Thank later. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. 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 Take care.